Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse, and with me today is someone who isn't a Nazi, Daniel. Sure not. Yep. <laughs> That's real. Yep. Put that on my resume and everything. But today we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, someone who people who know anything about Captain America might think. Hey, that person feels very straightforward and doesn't have any wacky adventures. Oh man, I love Bucky. No, it's it's uh, Red Skull. Oh, he also has the longest entry in this book. <sighs> All right, <laughs> let's get it over with. <clears throat> so the Red Skull, his name is Johann Schmidt, and um, I have been teasing this, but this has one of the best occupation lists. I've seen mm. because it feels violently post World War II. Mm. So we have former beggar, thief, menial laborer, and bellboy. Okay, <laughs> you know, just a poor person. Sure. Later, terrorist leader for the Third Reich, now businessman and would be war conqueror. Mm. I'd like to imagine that all of that happens after World War II. He just went through a, a bit of a rough patch <laughs> in the middle there after the Reich <laughs> fell. Yeah, I was just like, oh man. I don't have my main ho- my main homeboy. <laughs> oh God, sorry. Ugh. Okay. Um. Now his identity is okay. This is first time I've seen this. Captain America learned the Red Skull's true name and presumably communicated it with the United States government. Was this before or after he was unfrozen from the ice? <laughs> well, when when did this happen? Um. So legal status. Citizens of Germany with a criminal record, now officially dead. He currently poses as an American citizen. Does that sound familiar to you? Uh, I mean, it sounds like a lot of Nazis. Well, I mean, some of them <laughs> went to South America and did a True. lot of illegal genetic in- experiments. There's a town where one of the Nazi scientists went where there it's like 80% twins. Like identical twins. Like, there's so mm. many twins. Yeah. So... It's like, uh, and also sometimes you get those really great stories about my, uh, about Brazilians or, uh, Argentinians or Argentinians. They'd be like, yeah, my, uh, my grandfather immigrated here in the forties mm-hmm. and their last name is like Smith or Rohan or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you, <laughs> your grandpa was a Nazi. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's just a thing that you see. Okay. Um, now, um, other other aliases Batman p lyles the agent of a thousand faces whom he once impersonated in war ii the man head of the peach people's militia Cy- cypress fenton teacher with the capital t todd with one d gross todd with one d Ooh, okay todd with one d march um president and owner of galactus galactic uh pictures and mr smith wait (laughs) this was before this was before uh that dude i forget his name uh the guy who played mr smith and the red skull huh 
the guy in the, from the Matrix. He oh. was also in. Uh, oh, I didn't know he was in the other one as well. Hugo Weaving, yeah. Hugo Reaving, yeah, he yeah. played both. He played Mr. Smith and the Red Skull. Oh, that's fun. He was also an this elf is... in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. So just like the Red Skull, <laughs> just like the Red Skull. Yeah. Um. Now his uh, well, his place of birth is an unidentified village in Germany. He's single, ladies. ladies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and his known relatives is Hermann Schmidt. His father, deceased. Martha Schmidt, mother, deceased. And mother superior, daughter. He named his daughter Mother Superior? <laughs> no, that was the name she took later. <laughs> she also later was known as Sin. Well, those are two very conflicting ideals. Is it? Is it really? I mean, it, what, nominally. Is it really? Mm, is it? Look at the Catholic Church. I mean, is yes, it? but also mm. no. It's like, I mean... <laughs> but... I, I the thing that I really like about this is if we were doing like Batman versus uh, the Red Skull, mm-hmm. he could just say his mother's name, and he would also that fight would end the same way mm-hmm. because his name is Martha. <laughs> like, mm, yeah. Martha, why'd you say that name? So it would it'd just be like Batman v Superman. It's that that Martha is also Batman's mom. Yeah, it's all connected. No. Yeah. No, no, because Martha Kent is is Superman's well adopted mother, and there's Martha Wayne, who is Superman's mother. Right, and also the Red Skull's mother. Yeah, and the Red Skull's mother. Yeah, it's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. So, group affiliation, special operative in the government of the German uh, Germany's Third Reich, former leader of the most current active Nazi subversives in throughout the world. So you can you can blame the Red Skull for all the Nazis we have, mm-hmm. or you can also just blame white supremacy, mm-hmm. which is why we had Nazis in the first place. But yeah, also apparently the current Red Skull uses like uh, talks like Jordan Peter said it. He had a big old hissy oh, fit. Oh yeah, on I remember that of, on Twitter. It's very funny. Actually, he he later released, and I went, I kind of want it a little bit, but he released. Um, a merch which had like a lobster and like the hydra type thing <laughs> and that said hell hell lobster Stupid. and i'm just like i kind of want that that is so f- dumb but also i kind of i kind of want it but also i'm not going to support him in any way i mean send me the image i'll recreate it and put on t public for you okay cool yeah and you can yeah okay he has a really long list of uh group affiliations by the way seems um, unnecessary i think you could just call him a nazi Former ally of them, then AIM. And them is not the Jews at this point. It's them is the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, the former leader of the Nevada-based Fragment of Hydra, also aka Nazis. Uh, former leader of the People's Militia, now defunct. Probably also Nazi-adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the former partner of Hatemonger. Literally Hitler. Yep. <laughs> um, Former uh, partner of Doctor Doom, uh, I like Doctor Doom. I'm just gonna skip over that. The <laughs> Kingpin, uh, the Mandarin, Magneto, and the Wizard. Fun thing about Magneto. So his his whole thing, like his whole origin uh, we've, story. We've all seen weird. Magneto beat the Red Skull to death with his bare hands. Well, well, there's also a fun point. There's a thing called Acts of Vengeance, which is this big crossover event where all the people were trading villains basically to try to keep them off. So, um. What happened is Magneto agreed to join the group so he could beat up the Red Skull and trap him in a vault, and then he just left. Mm -hmm. That was all he did. He was just like, yeah, I'll join. 
that that he just it's, it's real nice. It's good good on you, Magneto. Um in Acts of Vengeance conspiracy, I already said that. Um in now behind the scenes leader of many organizations, including Power Broker Inc., the rest- restraints, scourge and scourges of the underworld, Ultimatum and Watchdogs. Um the watchdogs are definitely Nazis. Mm-hmm. Um Power Broker Inc. is just a regular industry like, you know, captain of industry. If that industry was giving people superpowers. And Scourge of the Underworld, it's just like we we kill villains, but like in a bad way. Um <clears throat> so he first showed up, um, ever. The first time he ever showed up, the Red Skull was in oh man i talked about this one before and it's real racist cover Ooh, let's let's talk about this okay uh the reds well captain america comics issue number seven in october 1941 the red skull and uh yeah this is this is fun can't uh, wait to see how ra- how this is racist because there are so many different ways oh, oh boy my God. It's real racist. Yeah. All right. Also, weirdly homoerotic too. Yeah, I mean, like it looks like Captain America's like trying to go like dick first into someone. Um, but uh, you have Captain America on a, I'm guessing, ship, submarine thing, and uh, there's a white woman who's about to be killed with a ball and. What no a spike yeah, that, ball that, that doesn't was... seem very practical. <laughs> no, that's not okay. There's a spike ball. Why is that even on there? A rope. I don't know. Just so you can see a good it's... look at this really racist yeah, Japanese it's, it's character. It's on a pulley too. So like, what what are you guys doing? Okay, just just put it on the pulley. And then do it. That's, all it's gonna do is like it's gonna hurt, but like it's not gonna kill her. Like that's that's like what five inches above her face. Oh, good news! They uh, updated the cover at some point and cleaned it up, so he's not literally green anymore. I mean, he still looks like a caricature. Yeah, I'm aware, like, Jesse. But you know, I mean, you're. What, I was saying that out loud as for the readers. I mean, for the listeners. Um, but a fun thing about this one, it has uh four stories in it. Um, so we have the Red Skull. Which is a series of mysterious murders leads Captain America to discover the Red Skull has returned. Wait, hmm? that's weird. Okay, um, Captain America and Bucky. Oh, well, De- Death loads at base. Death loads the base. Ooh, Death loads. That sounds bad. Death loads the base. Uh, Bucky and Captain America becomes suspicious following two bizarre deaths at a base- baseball team uh, game. And then horror plays the scales. Captain America is on the chase when a senator is killed by a Nazi musician who uses the notes of his violin as a weapon. I think we may have talked about that person mm. on OK Crusader. Mm, I can't recall. Let me see. Okay. Um, you know, I think we may have. Uh, but then we have Justice Last Last, which is a... Her, which is a story featuring Hurricane, which is Makari, which is an internal who will be showing up in the uh, movie, which I'm very whelmed. I'm very whelmed for it. It's uh, But yeah, it's just a guy who runs fast. Um, and then we have Dust of Destruction, which is a story featuring the headline hunter, who is like just, just, a, he's just a guy <laughs> who hunts for headlines. Um, and then we have uh, a race against doom a story featuring father time as he must save a man unjustly accused from robbery of robbery and murder 
but to do so, he must discover who was really responsible. Wait, that's how you would do that, though, in the first place, right? Sorry, I'm seeing uh, underneath characters a character named Solidus Scriggles, and he's my new favorite comic book character of all time. He was a partner of sorts to Hurricane, and he looks amazing. And 10 out of 10, Solidus Scriggles. Um, Father Time is a person who has a scythe and mm. dresses up very godly. God, gaudy, I should say. Yeah, I see that. Not as cool as Solidus Scriggles. No, Solidus Scriggles is uh, pretty cool. Showed up in three issues. Mm, should be more. They should bring him back. Yep. Um. So, yep, that's the uh, beginning stuff. Let's get into his history, which, uh, by the way, he does a lot. Uh, Johann Schmidt is the uh, the Red Skull was the son of a coarse, drunken German villager named Hermann Schmidt, who and his repeatedly saintly, long-suffering wife Maria, who for years endured abuse and beatings from her husband. Maria died giving birth to Johann, their only child, driven to madness by the death of the woman who he both loved and hated. Hermann Schmidt tried to. Drowned the newborn infant, accusing him of murdering Mar Martha. Hey, 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 Daniel, Daniel. Mm -hmm. When if you if you accuse someone mm -hmm. as a babe, like they can't understand yet, so you're just drowning a baby that doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> hey, you know. Yeah, I just I just feel like you. I feel like you're just drowning a baby. You're not accusing them of it. You just like feel like you can't go accuse to a baby, and they know what you're doing. <laughs> well, you can, but it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to do it. But yeah, okay. Um, the doctor who had just delivered the baby saved Johann from his father, and the next morning, you know, Herman Sch Herman Schmidt committed suicide. So that's, uh, that's some trigger. So that's uh, some uh, trigger warnings I need out of front. Also, we're talking about Nazis, but you know, <laughs> we rarely get suicide and child abuse. And also spousal abuse in the first uh, paragraph. Oh, you know what? Red Skull's got it all, baby. I know. The doctor took Johan to the local orphanage where the child led a lonely existence. Johan ran away from the orphanage when he was seven years old and lived in the streets as a beggar and a thief. He, when he grew older, he worked menial jobs and spent most of his time in prison for crimes ranging from vagrancy to theft. Um, as a young man... From time to time, he was employed by a Jewish shopkeeper whose daughter, Esther, was the only person who had treated Schmidt kindly up to that point. Seized with passion for Esther, Schmidt tried to force... Come on, I know it I'm really talking about has Nazi, it all. but it, it does. It really has it all. <laughs> We're talking about all the common trigger warnings for people right already. Um, content warnings for people. Um, but yeah, he forced herself upon her, only to be rejected. Uh, in an unthinking fury, he murdered her. Come on. Just, <sighs> okay. Schmidt then fled the scene in terror, but also felt ecstatic joy in committing his first murder. In killing Esther, he had given vent to the rage at the world which he had been building up, which had been building up in his life uh, so far. Uh, Schmidt longed for a master who would show him the ways to achieve power. Oh, God. Okay. He just longed for someone to dominate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, years later, after the Nazis came to power in Germany, Schmidt was working as a bellboy in a hotel where the dictator of Germany's Third Reich, <laughs> who would that be? It's Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah. Oh, it's Adolf. Um, one, uh, 
one day came to, well, basically, Adolf was just like, yo, uh, I'm going to stay at this place. And then Smith bought him refreshments and found Hitler braiding the chief, uh, braiding the chief to the Gestapo, the secret police of German, German, Nazi Germany, for letting a spy escape on hearing the dictator's voice. Smith decided that Hitler was the master that he was seeking. When Hitler ranted to the Gestapo chief, Gestapo chief, that I could teach that bellboy to do a better uh, job than you, the dictator looked closely to Schmidt and saw the boy's hatred of all mankind. Oh, okay. An emotion that Hitler himself claimed to share. <laughs> it was it was hate at first sight. Right. Yeah, he looked into his eyes and was just like, man, you are just a miserable bastard just like me. Um, Schmidt saw in Hitler's eyes all of his own fears and frustrations, the embodiment of evil, and a model after which he could pattern himself. Inspired, Hitler declared that he would make the bellboy a perfect Nazi, who would serve as his right-hand man. Schmidt eagerly agreed to what Hitler wanted. This is like fascist Pygmalion. (laughs) This- well, no, I was gonna go a little bit bluer with this. This feels like, uh, fascist, uh- fanfic it's just like slash it's my a nazi slash hitler or whatever it's like it's a self it's a nazi self-insert uh nazi self-insert fanfic about them meeting hitler that's what i was trying to say um trying to carry out hitler's orders his subordinates at the uh, first tempted to train schmidt to become a perfect german soldier wearing an ordinary ss uniform Enraged for he wanted to turn Schmidt into something quite different. Hitler personally took Schmidt's training or took over Schmidt's training. Uh, Hitler gave Schmidt a lifelike red skull like mask and named him the Red Skull. The skull answer, uh, answerable only to Hitler himself. The skull underwent uh, undertook a variety of missions for Hitler, most of which involved the skull's specialty, the spreading of terror in the ni- early 1940s. Before the United States Hitler uh, before the United Hitler, you know, United <laughs> States um, entered uh, World War II. The Reds, uh, the the U.S. government originally created the costume persona of Captain America so that there would be a costume counterpart for the Red Skull. See, just like uh, how America mm-hmm. uh, inspired uh, Germany's Nazi Germany's uh, eugenics programs, they inspired a nationalistic hero. Well, that makes sense. I mean, there's, uh, Captain America has a little bit more. It's like actually like a pretty decent and not jingoistic at all. But you know, they're prob they're probably wanting the same as Red Skull, but American. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> um, the original Captain America, Steve Rogers, first encountered the Skull's agents, uh, ordered by the Skull to impersonate him, before finally coming into conflict with the red, red, real Red Skull. It was in the United States before America officially entered War Two. That the real Red Skull had his first conflict with the original Captain America, the man who would become his principal and paternal, no, perennial, 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 perennial. That's it, perennial uh, nemesis. I never, I just never see it written. Apparently, Um, in Europe during the war, Skull took personal command of many military actions and personally supervised the takeovers of lootings of takeovers and uh, lootings of many cities and towns in various cases the skull ordered this and supervised the eradication of entire populations such communities 
the Skull also organized a wolf pack of <laughs> submarines, which preyed upon shipping throughout the world, often under the Red Skull's personal command. At first, Hitler took great pride in his protégé's success and let the Skull have anything he wanted. Thus, Hitler financed the construction of secret bases for the Skulls in various locations throughout the world, many of which are equipped with highly advanced experimental weapons and device and uh, devices developed by Nazi scientists. The Skull personally was personally interested in procuring technological weapons that could be used for the purpose of subversion and in war- and warfare. So, weapons of war. Yeah. That that's what most weapons are. They're either for subversion or for warfare. Well, sometimes they're just for like, you know, jumping that smelly kid that goes to your school that you don't like. I was going to say subtabs are for <laughs> subtabs are for uh, fun times. <laughs> Because technically, what, what, what is a riding crop besides uh, a weapon? I, mm, <laughs> mm. I mean, horses deserve it, but... Hmm, I guess that depends on... Yeah, what is the definition of a weapon? Is that just an object designed to inflict bodily harm? In which case, a riding crop, I guess, does technically fulfill that purpose? Yeah, and like if you use it in a different context, it creates pleasure as well. Hmm. So, you know... Some yeah, weapons I mean, are used I, for pleasure. I do feel immense pleasure when I assault a horse, so you're correct. Yeah, um, th- it's the thing that all horses deserve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this podcast was made by the anti-horse gag. <laughs> um, so, during the war, he stole the plans for the Nolatron, a device that can control human minds, adapted a space-warping device developed by the cyborg scientists codenamed Brain Drain, and commissioned Nazi scientists to develop a projector which could encircle sections of a city within a spheres of energy. Okay, Brainiac. Um, his Brainiac does that. He captures yeah. cities mm-hmm. and shrinks them. You know. Okay. Uh, while the Skull always admired Hitler and his ideological uh, vision, he was never content with being Hitler's subordinate. The Skull kidnapped and killed many of Hitler's closest advisors, and eventually rose to become the second most powerful man in the Third Reich. Now Hitler could no longer officially control the Skull, and came to fear him, especially since the Skull made no secret of his ambition to supplant Hitler someday. It's a power move. That is a power move. Going up, going up to Hitler be like, yo, by the way... I'm taking all of this. This, mine. That, mine. You, not here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... After the renowned military officer Baron Wolfgang von Strucker had a falling out with Hitler, the Red Skull sent Strucker to Japan to, find, to found an organization that would prepare for a way of takeovers in the Far East under the Skull's leadership. In the Far East, Strucker joined a subversive organization which would be known as Hydra, aka Nazis, and broke free of his ties from the Skull and became head of Hydra and built into a major threat of world peace. Um, okay, and then, uh, in World War II, as World War II, uh, raged on, Hitler vowed that he would not conquer the world, he would destroy it. Uh, to achieve this end, the Skull, uh, proposed a construction of a gigantic war machine called the Sleepers, which he hidden in various locations while they generated and stored power that would, that they would need, and then released in the future date, Dirtog, or the day, to destroy the Earth if the Allies won. 
uh, Hitler enthusiastically instructed Skull uh, to construct sleepers, unaware that Skull intended to use them to conquer the world himself if the Third Reich fell. In the closing days of the war in Europe, the Allied intelligence received reports of the a Nazi doomsday a plan codenamed Der Tag and to be implemented after Hitler's death. However, the Allies had no idea what the plan entailed. So Captain America and his teenage partner Bucky fought against and thwarted the skull and his plans many times during the war, both working on their own and operating as members of the invaders. During the final days of the war of War Two in uh, Europe, Captain America and Bucky were assigned to England to prevent desperate Nazi attempts to sabotaging the uh, Allied supply bases there. The Red Skull sent a number of his subordinates which were became known as the Exiles and a large contingent of loyal German soldiers and their wives to a secret island base where they would organize an army for use in the future. Now that uh, Germany Germany's defeat was becoming a reality, the Red Skull was more determined than ever to obtain vengeance for his uh, for his numerous personal defeats of Captain America and Bucky by Captain America and Bucky. Uh, the Skull assigned Baron Heinrich Zemo to go to England undercover for for stealing an experimental ally drone plane uh, to capture or kill Captain America and Bucky. However, the Skull was unaware that the Allies just had secretly parachuted Captain America onto the beleaguered Berlin to investigate Der Tag. Captain America tracked the Skull down in his hidden bunker, bunker and the Skull was about to hurl an arc armed hand grenade at his nemesis when Captain America threw a shield at him. The grenade went off, but the skull was not killed. Uh, thanks to his body armor, however, he was, however, seriously injured and buried in debris. Thinking he was dying, the skull defiantly told Captain America that the sleepers would avenge the Nazis' uh, defeat, and then an ally attack on Berlin began. An ally plane dropped a huge blockbuster bomb on the bunker causing a cave-in that Captain America barely escaped. Captain America was picked up by the Allies and returned to England only to fall for into Zemo's trap, which led Captain America for to fall into submitted animation for decades. Support pillars that crossed over the Red Skull when the bunker caved in saved him from being st uh, stuck by tons of uh, uh, rubble when the bomb hit the cave and released experimental gas from the canisters and the bunker which placed the uh, skull in suspended animation where his wounds slowly healed wow that's convenient yeah that's just so convenient oh like, yeah no. as one does i wish i had some stay alive for a long time gas and i could just get to, i just get to sleep for a while <laughs> i get to Sleep for a long time. Uh, during the second half of the 40s... Oh, geez, another, there's more? I there's thought we were so done. Oh, God, Jesse. So, uh, during the second half of the 40s, another man assumed the identity of the Red Skull and clashed with the men who had taken over the role of Captain America. In fact, it was the battle of this false skull when he appeared to the United, Station, United Nations that the fourth Captain America made his first public appearance uh, in costume. during the. 1950s, this false Red Skull served the Soviet Union. Hmm. That, hmm? 
Mm. Mm. Well, no, to be fair, like the Soviet Union also did grab a bunch of Nazi yeah. scientists too. And I mean, like Bolsheviks are a thing, but I don't think that's what these writers were going for. No, I don't think so. I think they're just creating uh, Nazis with communists, and they're kind of on the opposite sides. Yeah. Um. Well, unless you're an Asbol or a Tanky. Yeah. But that. Uh, yeah. Um. Yep, and uh, after the original uh, Red Skull returned, the false Red Skull was murdered on orders of the original Red Skull. So Red Skull ordered Red Skull to be murdered. Yeah. What a, like, f- bad, or not bad, I shouldn't say, but, like, I, I would, if I were a reader, not enjoy a whole series of adventures featuring a fake Red Skull versus a new Captain America. That just sounds like you're doing two knockoffs, and I'm like, why can't I just have the original guys? But anyway. Well, to be, f- to be fair... That's what almost every comic book reader says whenever there's any change. Yeah. But okay, I'm... we have the original people. No, no, I didn't want this. No, you're doing the same thing. But I wanted something new. But no, not that new. Stop it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, also... you know, it's, it's Captain America fights the Red Skull, but this time it's neither of the two people you, like, have been invested except, in. Except this time, Captain America is a fascist. Because oh. we had, like, three fascist Captain Americas. Oh, okay. No, two. We had two fascist Captain Americas. Mm, wait. Three. We had three fascist Captain Americas. Neat. Yeah. But it was American fascism, so it was mm-hmm. okay. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Um, some years later, the Red Skull found was found amidst his bunker, rema- uh, uh, bunker, bunker ruins by a search team sent by the subversive group called Them, which was actually the ruling count, uh, council of... Hydra, headed by Baron Strucker, Baron Strucker carefully concealed his identity from the skull after the latter was revived. By this time, the first three sleepers were already been destroyed by the original Captain America, but emerged from his own state of suspended animation earlier. The skull agreed to cooperate with them. That's them with all capital letters. Mm. And, and did so just long enough to steal the cosmic cube from AIM. Which was one of them's subsidiaries uh, organizations. This theft led to the Skull's first post-war ca- clash with the Captain America, who was who again defeated him, believing that with Hitler's death, he himself should now rule the world. Uh, the Red Skull made repeated attempts at world domination. In his various attempts at world peace, he employed the Cosmic Cube. The army of exiles and a fragment of Hydra and the two final sleepers, among many other means of conquest. However, the skull nevertheless repeatedly met defeat, most often through the efforts of the original Captain America. Um, seeking an heir, the cap, uh, the Red Skull fathered a daughter by a washerwoman on Exile uh, Island relatively soon after his revival. This woman died in childbirth. The Red Skull had a mansion named Skull House built upon New York, the upper New York state, and had her raised there. Through advanced scientific means, he caused her to reach adulthood within an unnaturally short period of time and endowed her with superhuman powers and named her Mother Superior. Okay. It feels, you know, gross. Um, Just like what? From where yeah. did that name come from? Like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Uh, 
For a time, the Red Skull operated in partnership with the original Hatemonger, who was a clone of Adolf Hitler, created by Armin Zola. However, unwilling to share power with even his former mentor, the Skull eventually put an end to their alliance by entrapping the Hatemonger's consciousness within a powerless facsimile of the uh, Cosmic Cube. Recently, the uh, Skull learned of You're an evil Nazi, just kill Hitler! What's wrong with you? Why you have to go even, get a cosmic cube? That's so complicated. Even even other Nazis wanted to kill Hitler. Like that's such just, a convoluted. It's not even the real Hitler. It's a clone of Hitler. Just shoot him. Come on, cosmic cube. Recently, the skull learned to his heart the effects of the experimental gas that had <laughs> kept him from aging. <laughs> Uh, oh no, I breathed in all that asbestos dust. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, it's one of those uh, commercials of, like, you could uh, be eligible for settlements. Um, it was basically, they were reversing themselves as a result. He aged an unnatural rate of speed with his uh, physical age matched his chronological one, making him so elderly he would soon die of old age. The skull... And Armin Zola put into motion a plan that they hoped would lead to the demise of Captain America and possibly save the Skull's life. The Skull and Captain America's allies, Nomad, brainwashed, uh, had, sorry, basically the Skull brainwashed uh, Captain America's ally, Nomad, so he could be compelled to dose Captain America's food with a chemical that would cause him to age at an unnatural rapid pace and undid the effects of Super Soldier Serum on his body. <laughs> He's just being petty at this point. Yeah. It's like, you're going to be old too. Con- convenient that you had that lying around. And <sighs> Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's real convenient. Uh, later, the Skull captured the now elderly Captain America, and Zola extracted samples from the Captain's body. They ejected himself and Captain America's with... What? Skull? Well, Captain America's. Oh, and Captain America... Uh, overpowered the skull, defeated the skull, finally expired due to old age. His body was buried thereafter, and Captain America, cured of the effects of the poison of the Super Surger Serum, were again activated in his body, and he regained youthfulness and he returned to normalcy. Now, there's more. Okay. Uh, after the skull's death, the Dr. Faustus used a holographic image of the Red Skull to attack Captain America, only to be attacked by himself. By what appeared to be the ghost of the Red Skull. Some might even call him a red ghost. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, however, this seeming ghost was apparently a holographic image controlled by the real Red Skull, who had survived physical death through the following means. This is like a Scooby-Doo villain. I'm so tired. <laughs> the Red Skull, that hologram of the Red ex- Skull. Explain how the Red Skull survived death. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what comic book nonsense he's going to give me here. Unknown to the Red Skull, Armin Zola had preserved the Red Skull's consciousness by using advanced technolog- uh, technological means. Zola created a clone of Captain America used from his cell samples of his tattered body and used advanced means to cause it to rage apid- uh, rapidly to adulthood. At an unusual, well, yeah, I said that right. Uh, at an unusual rate, Zola then transferred the Red Skull's consciousness into the clone body. Hence, the Red Skull was once again 
physically alive, but this time he was a duplicate of his Archimedes body, complete with the full effects of Super Soldier Serum. So there's this thing that Polygon uh, writer and contributor Rush Frostick once said, uh, which is that when he plays JRPGs, he looks for the TTC, which is, stands for the Time to Crystal. He believes that in any given uh, JRPG, the content up to the Magic Crystal is good stuff, and by the time you hit the Magic Crystal, that's when the writers have run out of ideas and uh, <laughs> are just spinning their wheels. I feel like comics has a similar thing, um, which is the also the TTC, but the C here stands for clone. Whenever yes. the clones show up, you know they've just thrown off their hands or like, whatever. That's why three years of uh, Spider-Man was really bad. Yeah, sure was, <laughs> huh? <laughs> what is that? It's a new clone? Hey guys, check it out. Another clone. Good, oh, do right? You want, do you want to hear a joke? Sure. That's Clone Saga related? Sure. What What is Spider-Man's favorite fall drink? I don't know. What is it? A apple spider cider. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> no, it's real bad. <laughs> Just like the Clone Saga, so yeah. I guess, fair is fair. Uh, you know, uh, it, was, it was a joke on the level of the Clone Saga. Mm -hmm. Okay. By the way, there was, a, there was a clone of Peter made by the Jackal that was Spider-Side, which is bas just basically just a big old jacked Peter that just would sure, just kill. Sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. That's, you know, Spider-Side, as in, like, kill. I, I got spider it. Spider-Kill. Yeah. Well, I was saying that for the re listener. Christ, you're not the only one here. Aren't I, though? <laughs> no. Oh, this isn't this isn't like our rewatch podcast where we only have one listener. No, I actually have a decent amount of downloads each month. <laughs> um, now, okay, pleased with his revival and his new body. Ooh, see, that feels like it's getting to a sexual place. I I'm mean, now with the body of my enemy, and I'm very pleased. Yeah, <laughs> look at all the nasty stuff I can do to it, and he he doesn't have a say. Actually, if he's a genetic clone, he could just make a bunch of illegitimate like. Captain America babies, and then, like, everyone... I mean, I feel like if you're, like, a perfect clone of Captain America, it's a lot... You could just, like, slander him in the news. Like, I mean, this is, like, Chameleon's whole gig, right? Is, like, framing people, but, like, you're a perfect genetic match. So you can just, like, do whatever. Go kill somebody. Yeah. Um, in, yeah. like, broad daylight, and now Captain America has a warrant for his arrest, and, like, you can peace off to Europe or whatever and make some new convoluted Nazi plan. Or, or just, like, be in America and just be like, hey, do, do you really like black people? And then and then a bunch of white people turn into Nazis. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, you could start 4chan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, pleased with, oh, pleased with his rival, revival and his new body, the Red Skull decided to adopt an entirely new method to achieve world domination. First, he decided to abandon his trademark skull mask. Okay. Preferring to blend in with the American society rather than stand out apart from it as an easy identifiable terrorist. <laughs> you know what? That was kind of smart. Okay, but he's got Captain America's face, right? Well, but but to be fair, people don't know that Captain America is Steve Rogers right now. Don't they? No, not at this. Well, no, they do. No, do they? Yes. It's no? like a. I thought that was like a very public record thing that Steve Rogers is Captain America. I think it, it was to the government. I think it was to the government, but not to the people. Hmm. Huh. I but always also, thought. Like, I could, always thought Captain America was one of those characters that like everyone knew his identity because he was like a war hero. I don't think he was because he had like six different versions of, of people, like of Captain America. Not all of them were Steve Rogers. Hmm. I don't know. I don't read comics. All the cartoons I've seen, everyone knows 
who the heck Steve Rogers is. Maybe everyone thought he was Steve Rogers. Because that's, no, because one that's of what the, I'm saying. No, the, like... third, the third Captain America. No, the third Captain America. No, fourth. Fourth Captain America uh, got surgery to look like Steve Rogers oh, okay. and changed his name to Steve Rogers. And he was also a fascist. Um, Thanks. So comics. like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So so yeah, but he didn't want to be he's identifiable terrorist. Second, the Red Skull decided that he would no longer util- uh, utilize the now dated trappings of Nazism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which proved effective for seizing power in Germany. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the people who wrote this doesn't didn't realize this culture they lived in. Nope. No, they didn't. To be fair, um, um, most Nazis, well, I shouldn't say most, a good portion of Nazis don't go with the out-and-out out, out out swastikas anymore. So there's a lot of uh, other dog whistles they'll fall back on. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the easiest way to find a Nazi's Bitcoin wallet is just look for the uh, 1488s. That doesn't shock me. Yeah. Like, there's a person who just hunts down Nazis in Bitcoin wallets, and they, they say, like, yeah, that works, like, 80% of the time. Mm. Um, yeah, so he would seek to destroy America through the democratic system from within, meaning to design, to make use of specifically America brands of white ring uh, extremism. Third, the Red Skull would no longer concentrate on one grand scheme at a time, since if that one scheme was thwarted, he would have to begin all over. Instead, he would launch a large number of conspiracies all over the world. Each one would bring him close to world dom- uh, domination. If one of the several of these conspiracies were exposed and undermined, the others would still remain active. Among the organizations that the Red Skull now is now known to have masterminded since his rebirth are Power Broker, Inc., which just which bestows superhuman strength on individuals. Uh, the resistance, a resistance, resist, uh, yeah, uh, which is a organization of superhuman mutants actively opposed to the United States government's Mutant Registration Act, who undermine national security by attacking federal law enforcement personnel. <laughs> I think that's just mutants not wanting to be cataloged, but whatever. I guess not wanting being against the U.S. government is now bad. Um, and the scourges of the underworld, a number of costume vigilantes who assassinates costumed crime fighter, I mean, criminals, thus ridding skulls of possible threats to him. Ultimatum, a organization of anarchist terrorists, because yes, of course, uh, because you know, you know, it works really well together. Anarchist and fascist. Mm-hmm. They really work together super well. Like, yep. like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. Um, and they want to weaken uh, government power all over by attacking them. And the Watchdogs, extremely right-wing vigilante organization, which basically is just a basis of a native-born American fascist armed force, aka the uh, Proud Boys. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Red Skull established a false identity for himself as Mr. Smith, also Elrond. The, the elf. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a, a leading American businessman who was based in the Smith Building in Washington, D.C. Uh, Douglas Rockwell, the head of President's Commissions of Superhuman Activities, was secretly an agent of the Skull. Through Rockwell, the Skull uh, arranged for the commission to investigate Captain America and demand that he operate under direct control of the federal government. 
When Steve Rogers refused and gave up the role of Captain America, Rockwell had the commission delegate delegate designate uh, designated as John Walker, the Super Patriot, and a, and a uh, recipient of Super Strength from Power Broker Inc. as the new Captain America. He's also a fascist. Well, he's an American fascist. Like he doesn't. No, Super Patriot's a fascist. I know. We're, I can't weird, believe it. it. Oh, I'm so shocked. Oh, oh, what? Ha- oh, what? What bad has nationalism done? Ah, <laughs> <sighs> um. And the skull hoped Walker, and as the skull hoped Walker proved to be ruthless, battling adversaries as Captain America, killing many and seriously harming others. Uh, the skull intended to make these atrocities publicly known, thereby besmirching the image of Captain America. The commission finally decided to remove Walker from his role as Captain America. Uh, Steve Rogers, in a new costume identity he adopted, known simply as the Captain, confronted Rockwell uh, while the latter was explaining the commission's deci- decision to the Red Skull by telephone. The Captain was present when Rockwell was murdered by the Skull who, by remote control, triggered a hidden device in Rockwell's phone, which sprayed the skull's lethal dust of death on the head commissioner's face. That's complicated. After the clone thing, it's just kind of like, whatever, man. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um... I, when, once you've gotten the, I've cloned Captain America to revive the Red Skull, I just feel like any of your schemes are just going to be... It's like, of course you did, because you're... You're the consciousness of the Red Skull inside the cloned body of Captain America. Like, of course. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, so the Smith building, well, the captain tracked down the murderer to the Smith building in Washington, D.C., while Walker also been lured there by the Red Skull. Appearing before Walker in his new body, the Skull convinced Walker that he received Rogers and that, and that he was out to kill him. And then appearing on the screen, the Red Skull confronted Rogers, telling him that he was the Red Skull and that he had arranged for Walker to become the new Captain America. And Walker was ruining the image of uh, Captain America through his violent excesses. Uh, Rogers and Walker then met and Walker attacks Rogers, have been deceived into thinking that he was his enemy. After Walker defeated, after Rogers defeated Walker in combat, the Skull entered the room to taunt the original Captain America. Just as Rogers began to realize that the smoke from Mr. Smith's cigarette contained the dust of death, the reviving Walker hurled his shield at Smith. The impact caused Skull to bite down on his on the dust, releasing the mechanism in his cigarette holder, holding the lethal dust in his own face. The skull did not die, but his head rapidly took on a red skull-like appearance. Oh, red come skull on. Fled. Oh, yeah, come on. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The red skull fled, and the Rogers uh, and Walker reported what happened to the commission. The Captain Captain America is still not completely convinced, convinced that the, Mr. Smith was indeed the original red skull. Uh, soon after, Rogers resumed the role of Captain America, and the red skull remained at large, masterminding further conspiracies towards the destruction of liberty in the United States and throughout the world. Um, yeah, we're done. Nice. So, uh, yeah, uh, how is... <laughs> do you have any other thoughts about the Red Skull besides... That guy he's a not- sucks! <laughs> yeah, he's not great. 
He's uh, well, also, well, mostly because he's a Nazi, but also, you know, like calm down, calm down a little bit. He's just so cartoonish. It really felt like I was listening to a Scooby Doo villain. Well, to be fair, this is this this is uh, comics, and sometimes they get really cartoonish. Yeah. So sometimes they don't, but uh, yeah, the Red Skull gets cartoonish sometimes. Extremely also, so. like, also, like, why would the Red Skull ever work with anarchists? Like, anarch, like, because the- Nazis are whoever <laughs> the U.S. government doesn't like, Jesse. Because, like, anarch, like, the definition of anarchy is no, no hierarchies. And, like, and if you're led by a Nazi, which is the definition why, of a why, hierarchy. Why, why do you think Antifa are being classed as an extremist group <sighs> in America right now, Jesse? I know. I just want people to know what anarchy and anarchists actually are. Like, that's it. They're just like, no, I don't want to have a boss or a leader. I just want to be chill with my buds and everyone be okay. That's basically... Just read Congress of the Bread. It's not that long and it's real easy to read. In fact, there's a, there's an audiobook of it. If you go to uh, Audible Anarchist, there's actually an audiobook of the, uh, the uh, Conquest of the Bread and you can listen to it and be like, wow. This makes sense. Mutual aid and community defense and also not having a boss or people to boss you around that doesn't need to. That's interesting. Also, you can mm-hmm. get rid of cash. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just want to, I just, just, I just want an anarchist commune. <laughs> Let me be in the woods with an anarchist commune, please. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'm, I don't even want to do plugs. That was long. Well, um, we could, uh, I guess uh, the final words is, uh, you know, if you break a Nazi's arm, they could do 50% less Nazi stuff. If Bye. you break a Nazi's neck, they can do 100% less Nazi stuff. Okay, punch your local Nazi. Oh.